Welcome to Bursting the Bubble with Tasha and Orlin. My name is Tasha. And I'm Orlin. And today we're here with Raquel, who was on our first part of our dating series. So she's going to help us wrap it up. I'm really excited. And if you haven't checked out the last three episodes we've dropped, please go ahead and do that before you listen to this one. How are you doing, Orlin? It's a beautiful day today. It wow. Is. It really is. It, the, the sun is out. It's warm and there's a little bit of a chill wind so yeah, it's like so, it's beautiful it's beautiful so i'm doing great um and you know i'm excited to talk about you know to wrap this up right because it's it's been a very interesting three episodes if you ask it me has. has been um i think there's a lot to really talk about and indulge in um and i think a lot of conversation that can be sparked just from those three episodes um, but before we get there, um, you know, I think we should give Raquel a chance to go ahead and introduce herself, you know, because it's been, well, you guys recorded the episode last semester, from yeah. the other than last semester, it's so, been a few months. you know, Raquel, you know, people might not know, remember who you are, and we have new, you know, new listeners, hopefully, so go ahead. And um, I'm Raquel, I'm a junior history and international studies double major with a French minor, and I'm really excited to see this series go through and wrap it up with you guys. Awesome, awesome. Oh. You know, she said double major, you know, so the brain's right, in the right? right. Hey, okay. Oh, it's just more work. It's just more work. That's it. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Yes, so Orlin, you were the last one to talk to, uh, to, ha- to host the, the episode. So what what do you have to get off your chest off of those last episodes? Um, I think it was fairly interesting. Um, one thing um, that I enjoyed is talking about everybody's different experiences. And I think my last episode just highlighted a little bit of that. Um, You know, we all have definitely different experiences, but there's some overlapping issues. Mm -hmm. And I think um, talking with the guys and, you know, a special thanks to Evan, Thomas, and David for really, like, um, being vulnerable and really, you know, um, engaging in the conversation because that is so hard, right? Um, I think that specifically at Barry, we don't have the spaces to talk about these issues ourselves within our communities and i think like you know um it's 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 weird when we do right mm-hmm. but you know thomas evan and david were able to um definitely be vulnerable and really speak out on how they feel and their experiences and so thank you very much guys and um for for really helping me with that um the episode was amazing um i think i learned a lot from where I was coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, we laughed a lot. Um, you know, we, yeah, we got fun. serious about a couple of things. And so, um, yeah, it was it was great. Um, and, you know, I, I'm hoping that people who hear these conversations really understand the impact that dating has on people's social lives. Well, I think we give kind of like dating a, um, make it trivial at times, mm-hmm. but it helps your mental health, right? Can but but it or- build it or break it down and that's where i was going right it could help your mental health but it also could definitely hurt it mm-hmm. right and being in an environment where your mental your mental health is not you know the pri- um the priority for administration or for you know just the culture around you mm-hmm. then it it becomes really damaging you know and hopefully people were able to see that um and you know david's experience was something that i think opened um our eyes right you know when david talked about how um, he couldn't even sit in the same room as some of the parents that that he was with the girl that he was trying to date, and you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people think that racism is 
that version of racism, like the explicit, you know, it's not there anymore, not there anymore yeah, right? Right. And you know, but to hear that David or dark skinned football player, it's, I mean, it's twenty twenty one, and there's still people who hold those values and hold those ideals. I think that um, if you listen to that, you know, I wasn't surprised, mm-hmm. but I think hearing it really. It was it was different. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't expecting that because I've I've seen that in the movies, but then to hear that happen in real life, I wasn't expecting it either. And something else I also like from your episode is how you something you touched on about something that uh, we talked about with the girls. Uh, by the way, shout out to Journey and Noah for also helping out with that episode. And it was about Ring by Spring, and I think it was Thomas who said how that students students of color are not necessarily opposed, but more apprehensive about getting married right after they graduate because we have so many things that we have to worry about. And I hadn't thought about that. Just all the things that would have to be prioritized before you say, okay, I'm ready to settle down and all the things that we have to to check for when other people get to be a little bit more carefree, I think. Mm. You know, so that's something that stood out to me. Yeah. Awesome. Did you think, um, I mean, one interesting thing about that you did for your um, podcast that I think for your episode, I think that um, it it really, I felt really, I was really intrigued in was how you did that survey mm-hmm. and you got a lot of responses. Is there anything that really surprised you about those responses or something that you were like, oh, I didn't expect this or anything at all from those responses that you that, that, that stuck to you? For me, it was about the hookup culture, you know, because I feel like I had heard people talk about it, but I didn't expect it to be a common theme in the responses. And I feel like we should, that's something that we could delve into, because I feel like, you know, this is the berry bubble. You didn't exp- it's not something that's really talked about a lot, um, hooking up, but we are a college, regardless, and they don't send monks and nuns to come to bury <laughs> human beings, you know. So that did surprise me, and I, I don't know, because, yeah, I think people, it depends on what circles you're in and what um, definition of hookup culture you have, but it would just be interesting to look into. Well, somebody who's coming from, who came from the city to more rural area, mm-hmm. I remember when they came to Barry. Um, going back to the nuns and monks comment, I did expect that, right? <laughs> yeah, first I know, I, you know, first in, in the fall, I was like, oh my goodness, where did I come from? I know, college? I was like, I, I, this is supposed to be the best four years of my life. But yeah. No, genuinely, I was, I was, I was definitely <laughs> taken away by the culture here because I, I really thought the hookup culture wasn't really um, something at all on this campus. But I, you know. I realized specifically this year that it's definitely a thing and it's a thing that it's like you said it's very interesting because it's so layered yeah right it's so layered specifically mm-hmm. given that Barry is a quote-unquote Christian campus it, it, no it's an organization based on Christian values but right okay there you go Christian values right it's not necessarily a Christian campus in itself right but um but being that it's a, um, a campus very um, on with Christian values um, it does have this underlying tone of, you know, some things are not seen as acceptable, mm-hmm. right? So hookups, for example, the, the culture is not, it's, it's taboo, it's not talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, one thing that Evan brought out that I felt like it was very interesting is how he was like, um, 
you know, he went through an identity crisis here at Barry, right? Because there wasn't really a culture here of acceptance of your sexuality or how that actually works. And so, I mean, but we, I mean, look at how long it took for Listen to be established. Jesus, yeah. right? And so, I mean, um, I think when we start thinking about basically that underlying tone, it becomes very difficult for people to feel comfortable um, discussing these issues and discussing these topics, you know? And so, um, for example, even with myself, you know, I didn't feel like here it was uh, necessary for me to, like, talk about my bias, right? Mm -hmm. It wasn't something that I felt very... I, I don't want to say I didn't feel... No, I did not feel comfortable, right? Just mm -hmm. because it was like... Um, I I didn't want to be not only tokened, um, mm -hmm. but I didn't also want to be asked about things that I felt like it was none it's, of your business. It's you, it's you, it's yeah, you. exactly. It's my experience as me. And so um, specifically here, because um, there's this high school behavior when it comes to outliers, uh, right? Like, you know, uh, you know, one thing that, um, once again, with, with going back to what everyone was saying, is like you become that, that gay friend. You become that brown friend. You become that friend that doesn't, that doesn't, it's, that it's not basically you mm -hmm. yourself it's more of your identity right and, and and it almost makes them feel comfortable as in like oh well look i'm okay with this one you see what i'm saying mm -hmm. yeah and so so yeah it gets really difficult i'm glad you brought that up about identity and your sexuality because i think we when you come to college you're in a time of your life for most of us at least where you're figuring things out about yourself and your sexuality is a part of it for sure and i have had to to str I've struggled with that too, coming to terms with that in a space where I felt like I wasn't, I, I couldn't really explore that. And it's become really part of who I am. I mean, it's not, it doesn't define me, it's just, it's so integral to how, how I am, how I, how I create and how I, in, how I move, you know, in the spaces that I'm in. And I think, so I, w I don't even know what I would do if, how, how everyone was talking about it, if I was part of the LGBTQ community and I couldn't embrace really express it. myself, yeah. Yeah, embrace myself, that's, I think that's key, to embrace yourself and to to learn and to, to explore, embracing and exploring, which I honestly still feel like I haven't been able to do <laughs> as a straight woman. But yeah, that stuck out to me too. But you know, a, an important pillar to, of that experience is definitely education mm. right in here i mean there's a such there is things such as queer history right mm. you know and queer education and things like that and being that we're in a small campus a lot of times i mean and you know our first episode would have, was about decolonizing the curriculum right exactly you know mm. and so um a lot of times i feel like specifically here on campus we don't have these conversations we don't have the education nor the really um educational framework to really you know um talk about these these issues when people feel yeah. comfortable because one thing that you know people don't seem to grasp is that um sexuality is extremely fluid right yes. so in the time period of right now you could definitely be um curious and you know trying to figure yourself out but in a year or so you can definitely have that some type of idea that what you think you like mm -hmm. and then in two years that might change again yeah. right it, it because it is a part of your Evolution as, as 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 your identity, right? It evolves, you know, and so um, that's why you know getting to know your preferences, getting to know what you like, what you feel comfortable with, mm -hmm. is such an imperative, yeah. imperative part of your experience. Mm -hmm. And I, so after in the midst of recording all these episodes of you know, recording and listening 
I've been I've been more attentive to the dating scene at Buried, so it's been a lot of people watching. I'm sorry someone's caught me staring at them. But, <laughs> yeah, a lot of cute couples, those are cute. But also, um, yeah, it's, I've honestly been just checking out more how people um, interact or uh, eavesdropping when I hear someone trying to flirt or start someone, you know, trying to get, get a date going. But also for me in my life, because I feel like I closed that chapter once I realized Barry's just not going to be the place where I get to explore and go out on dates, I close that chapter. Except for... Oh, <laughs> I don't know if I should... No, it's fine because I'm over it and, you know, it's, it's fine. But I did, for one second, contemplate, you know? <laughs> just contemplate. Um, I don't, not even... It wasn't even that serious. I don't know why I'm getting flustered. <laughs> but, okay... <laughs> So we've already talked about how um, there's basically slim pickings here at Barry. It's a very small campus, and of course, if you're different, if you have different tastes, it's even worse for you. But so I, I happened to meet this person who has incredible tastes in music. It's not even incredible. That's too much. I mean, he listens to music that millions of other people listen to. It's me, y'all. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, I just <laughs> good taste in music and you know I've seen him walking around he's kind of cute whatever but I'd never talked to him I never had a conversation with him and kind of seen his personality so after we were done because this was I think we were eating or something after we were done I got I was intrigued I was intrigued just by you know the way he was talking intrigued that's that's, that's the word okay. that's the word so but I'm very cautious so before I jump into something I have to make sure I have to, you know um, make sure, like, see what people are, are saying about this person. Not that that matters, but you know, just to learn a whole more about FBI background check, whole FBI background check, social security <laughs> number, <laughs> your health history, references important. Not references. the references, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> so, when I talk to some of my friends about it, they're like, "Ah, oh, this person. I think they're just into either white girls, like white girls, or Ooh. they have to be mixed. Ooh. And for black women." Or most of us, we become accustomed to having that conversation. And uh, I don't know how other people deal with it, but for me, I just roll my eyes and I move on. It's like, okay, I'm not going to become white anytime soon, and I'm definitely not mixed, so you move on. But also, I was like, even if I wasn't, I feel like I'm not... No, ba yeah, basic is the word. I'm not very basic. Is very is another type of basic, but I'm just not... Um, not easy, easy is not a good word to use when you're talking about dating, but <laughs> basic or just into the normal stuff, the standard. Yeah, Because I was like, even if I was those things, or white or mixed, I my my style is different, my tastes are different, my just, my whole you're being. Com you're, you're complex, and, yeah. and I mean that in the most positive way, mm -hmm. right? Because for those who, not, who do not know Tasha, um, Tasha is definitely queen. one of those. Yeah, queen. Yeah, most. Basically, <laughs> okay, one guess of those. Okay, guess me. I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> so keep going. No, you, you, you're definitely one of those people who, um, you know, it's. You're gorgeous, right? I mean, and I, 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 don't, I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody would um, would have would disagree uh, just because it's extremely obvious. But I think that you're also more than you're, you're more than your beauty and. 
um, there's beauty in your intellect and there's also mm-hmm. beauty in your yeah. leadership. Yeah, Tasha, you need <laughs> but, someone on your level. Yeah, it's, absolutely. They need to be in your yeah. league. There's beauty in your leadership and there's beauty in your in your intellect. And, um, you know, you, you use the word easy, but you are definitely Light, the epitome of a strong, strong mm-hmm. woman, right? You know, and so not to say that women are just in general weak or anything like that, but, you know, um, there's this, thing that they love to use with black women call you guys strong women mm-hmm. you know strong mm-hmm. um but i think like you embody is such a demeanor that it's really um difficult for men you know um, because you know at the end of the day uh, there is a you know there's a thing as like um fragile masculinity and there mm-hmm. is a definitely thing that you know um threatens um certain aspects of yeah, about the social norms, right? Of a social yeah. norm, because you, 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 you literally try to, you break those social norms fairly well, right? And you, you don't, you don't fall into a category or a box. And I think, um, because it, it is much harder to try to talk to someone like you. Mm-hmm. That's why, um, it, you know, it's, it's. This is not. This might not be the space for it. Raquel and I went to Atlanta this weekend with masks on, with masks, and I mean, not trying to get you know, we with masks, of we course, you know, and we were safe. Um, but you know, one thing that I was telling Raquel is that just walking um, and mm-hmm. just being in the presence of the city. Oh God, it was. Just it like was, the individuals, like their style, like they bodied it well, like they were so in tune with like who they were, just confident, every single person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it, it's a space where you can definitely be yourself in mm-hmm. a space where you can shine in a space where, you know, every, every other person looks a little bit different. Right. And, mm-hmm. and and you learn to appreciate their beauty and you learn to appreciate them and you not only learn to appreciate them, but you you learn that that's 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 somebody that you might see yourself with. Mm-hmm. But here there's none of that. Right. right here. There's none of that. There's none appreciating somebody's creativity. There's none of a appreciating somebody's um, um, intellect, right? Instead, we're consistently challenged. And I say we're because, um, because I think that, you know, in, in my situation, um, one of the biggest turnoffs that, uh, like, I give is the idea that I'm very extremely vocal about certain issues and I don't shut up about them, right? And and that can get... And <laughs> but that can get overwhelming with, with some, some people, right? And so it's like... Um, and so... I've noticed that a lot of people don't like to have those conversations here. Whereas, and if I were going to Atlanta, this is something so that common. would be common to talk mm-hmm. about, right? And so, and so, yeah. So don't, and it, and it really sucks. And you know why it sucks because it it's does. like, it, and, it, and it sucks because I feel that with you and Raquel, you know, I don't want Raquel to feel like you know this, but with you and Raquel, you guys are so amazing that it sucks that people don't realize how how amazing having you guys in in our lives would it actually be you feel oh, yeah, me yeah that's fine because i mean I, I can't be for everyone and that's okay and that's just, okay mm-hmm. i thought i had well i had closed that chapter of my life but i should not have opened it because for a second i went into this place where i was just like i you know maybe i should be a little bit more more basic or you know there's sometimes no, you tell yourself no. be less be be something else and and of course i'm very adamant about no be yourself actually my favorite quote by frederick douglas is just telling you to be yourself even at the hazard of the ridicule of others you just be yourself other because the worst thing that can happen is for you to 
just to hate yourself or to be uncomfortable in your own skin. Name me another woman in, in this college campus who will be able to, you know, quote for, um, right. Frederick Douglass right. like that. Absolutely. <laughs> this is the thing. This is yeah. what I'm saying, you know? Like, yeah. like it, that's what I'm saying. There's, there's definitely beauty in you and beauty, and beauty just, just, you know, just you in general, right? And I'm paying them, by the way. These compliments <laughs> are not uh, <laughs> 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 Oh, my God. Um, and, but, you know, it, 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 it absolutely... It, it's you know and that's one thing that we were talking about in, in our podcast right how mm-hmm. and I'm talking about more of a hetero perspective here right mm-hmm. um, because I'm talking about women but don't this doesn't absolve the LGBTQI community from their colorist and very anti-black mm-hmm. preferences too but mm-hmm. um, from more of a hetero perspective um, guys want very characteristics that are tend to be attributed to black women. Oh, you did talk about right? that. Yeah, I remember. But they don't want black women. Oh, yeah. Right? And so, you know, we get into the very counterintuitive thought that uh, black women are always continuously sexualized. And, you know, we, they're, they're, they're... From a very young age. At a very young age. And, you know, they're, um, they're, they're, they're put in this culture that, that just uses them for their characteristics and uses them for their beauty. But, not them right? right and you know and, and so and so it, it's it's very interesting and one thing that i really try to point out even in in my preferences was you know the idea that our preferences could be racist and colorist and anti-black right yeah. like they can be mm-hmm. because when we think about it i mean look at the culture that we're around right yeah. um dr candy oh god and i'm you know he mm-hmm. he came and gave a lecture right monday on yeah, Monday, yeah. Monday, yeah. Dr. Ibram X. Kendi. Yeah. yeah, and he and he came and he gave a lecture, and you know he was just talking about how um, one of this these mechanisms that we use to not be considered racist is the idea the the term not racist. Mm-hmm. I'm not racist. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just so quick. People are so quick with mm-hmm. it. Right. Like, oh, I'm not racist. But we, I think, we had to come to a point where we had to accept that when you build an infrastructure. A cultural, social, and economic, and political infrastructure of racism, anti-blackness—you're bound to have some type of bias. Yeah, and I think someone would be like, "It's just my preference, just what I like." And I actually had this conversation with a friend earlier this morning. Hey, Alex, and <laughs> <laughs> we were talking. I was just telling him there's a difference between preference and bias because preference is just your likes and your dislikes. I like coffee. I like tea. But with biases, biases turn those differences into barriers. Biases can lead into intolerance. And that's what has happened with this preferring a big booty and, you know, fuller lips and all these features, but preferring them on white or mixed women or or, or, uh, women of other races other than, than black. That's why we have been left out of a culture and a construct that we contribute so much to in every, every single way. The way that we move and the way that we we create, and it's just it's so sad. But I just want to tell the girls here at Barry, or just anyone who's listening, yeah, just do not shrink yourself for anyone. Be yourself unapologetically, and it's not on the other person either. Like we, of course, I'm not gonna be for everyone, and everyone doesn't have to be for me. But never ever think that just because you haven't found what you're looking for or what you feel like you deserve, that it is on you. Mm-hmm. I want to spend a little bit of time on the comment that you just made. I'm not for everyone, 
right? Because I think it's so important for people to realize that it's okay for you not to like, um, you know, for your preferences, because your preferences at the end of the day, they are discriminatory, right? You, you know, there's things that you like, you don't like based well, on, you know. That's, that's also something we talked about, like figuring out whether your preferences are really fueled by bias. Or exactly. Is just but, but going back to your comment, but it, it, it also leads to how you, in, in a great indicator of this, right, will be how do you talk about the things that you don't like? Mm. Right, because a lot of times when you know, um, I hear, oh yeah, I don't like black women because you know they're ghetto, you know, or they're not this, or they're not part of that, mm-hmm. right? Or I don't, I don't, I, I don't like, um, I don't like um, fat people, right? <laughs> yeah, and and the and the reason why I said that, the reason why I said fat people like that is because a lot of times the way you say things do matter. Do matter. Um, I think we were in the situation not long ago when um, somebody was expressing how they don't like to date and I quote unquote fat people, you know. Yeah. But the way they said the word fat, it was almost dehumanizing. It was they it was called a, black haired weird hair. Yeah, weird hair. Yeah, you know, or you know, and so and so it's like it's like then there's a line between you preferences and you actually spewing your bias and hatred, right? Mm-hmm. And so just because you don't find beauty in something doesn't mean it's not beautiful. You feel yeah. me? You can like diamonds and you can not like pearls, but they're both still beautiful, right? And so it's very, it's very, very important for 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 people to check themselves, right, and see how they're promoting and and mm-hmm. and, and just it's okay to have your preferences, right? But what is not okay is for you to completely. Um, not only dehumanize, but really destroy somebody's yeah. self-confidence and, and self-esteem. I to question where it comes from, because there's some dark-skinned men who will tell you, I don't want a dark-skinned woman, I don't want a woman darker than me. It's for you to check where has that self-hatred come from, what's the source of this just intolerance that you've built up and you feel like it's, you know, it's just not, it's just my preference, so... Absolutely. I, and I know we've been talking about Raquel. We want to, you know, well, what are your thoughts on these things? Because honestly, we haven't heard much from you. And, you know, Tasha and I can go about this for like hours. You know, we, 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 we you know, this started because during lunchtime, remember, um, Tasha, we, we used to like just talk about all these issues. Well, yeah. You know what? Yeah. This is a space where like we should talk about these issues. So, you know, one of the ideas to, you know, so what, what are your thoughts, Raquel? What, what has been through your mind between, you know, conversations that Tasha and I were having? Yeah, I've just been, like, taking everything in and listening, um, which I definitely agree that, like, I think there's a difference between your preference and when it becomes hateful mm-hmm. towards other people. Um, and I think that it's important to, like, check into that and see mm-hmm. where that's coming from. Um, and just, like, thinking about how, like, it creates those barriers. Mm-hmm. And just, like, I think it's easy, like you said, like, when you don't fit, like, that box or that category, you think that there's something wrong with you. Exactly. But, I mean, in all actuality, there really isn't. Mm-hmm. So I think... And I mean, it's hard, especially like in a community or a culture where it's like not really accepted and there's like already those like preconceived notions. But I think it's important just to yeah. like recheck that. And I think that's the space that I went into asking what's what's up with me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, once again, girls, even guys out there just do not ever question question that if there's nothing wrong with you and you know it. Do not shrink yourself. One thing that surprised me was when Evan was like, you know, I, I asked, and, and it seemed trivia during that time when I asked, but I was like, um, you know, the girls are saying like they feel unwanted and this and that, and you know, I in my head I had already had the perception that that was 
uh, almost like something associated with just women in general. And the reason why I saw, I saw I thought that is because, um, you know, in my perception, it was more as in like when girls don't want to deal with guys, you, you know, you tend to put them down very fairly nicely and easily and easy like you you you're, it's not it's not as harsh as a mm. guy would do with a you know with the with the girl mm-hmm. um but evan was like well then call me a woman mm. right he was like, well then call me a woman right because he was just like hey you know um i do deal with like those things and, you know evan's a um, it's a dark-skinned man mm-hmm. right and sometimes in um and he's a he's a queer man at that you know mm-hmm. and so um going back to this is just not a, the issue that it's happens in um in, in hetero culture this is definitely something that happens in the lgbtqa it's ingrained <laughs> mm-hmm. it's ingrained mm-hmm. right and so it's like the i and you know um i think one thing that i learned from you guys was the you know how not to assume things mm-hmm. right there was some, there was an assumption because you know when i look at you guys i was like damn y'all beautiful you feel me it's like wow you know like you know? Again, we are definitely paying him to <laughs> <laughs> oh you guys are beautiful and i was like wow um i never thought that i i, I in a sense i had to remind you guys about that right so i i i, I quickly assumed that i thought that you guys were like you know um in in my head you know i thought that you guys were like you know confident you know and just fully on you know abrasive about your beauty but then when i started hearing comments mm-hmm. right i started hearing mm-hmm. comments uh, you know things that were really concerning to me um not to you know call you out or anything right that's not the first time what <laughs> <laughs> but you know when we're talking um about one of our friends and i was telling you that she was going through it and, and that was when i first started realizing like there's something definitely going on here. Mm-hmm. And she was talking, and she was like, I'm no Tasha, I'm no this. And she started naming all these, you know, all these girls. And I'm like, but damn, you're beautiful. I was like, well, what are you, I was like, you don't have to be Tasha. I was like, you know, you, you're, you're gorgeous. I, I'm, 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 I was so perplexed, right, in, in understanding where those comments were coming from. But then I go to Tasha and talk to her about the story. And, and I'm expecting for Tasha, you know, of course, Tasha's, I'm you know, trying to sympathize with her. But Tasha then hits me with like, wow, she thinks I'm beautiful. And I'm like, hold up. <laughs> I was like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I was like, run it back for a second. I was like, what do you mean, wow? Right? Like, in my head, I would have been like, oh, well, you know, like, oh, you know, thank you. But no, Tasha was genuinely surprised at what people thought about her. And so in my head, I was like, you know, I can curse, right? Uh, yeah. Hey, I was like, what the fuck? You know, like, I was like, yo, what the hell? I was like, yo, what? Why? Why are we in, that's when I started kind of like questioning me. I was like, why do these gorgeous women feel like they're not loved? Like there's no beauty in them. Because if that's the case, Mm -hmm. then like, then then like Evan said, then then like, what's the hope for me type of thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you know, like what's the hope for me? Because it's like, to me, it's like, you guys are, a, a gift with the bow on it, you know, deserving the best that this world can offer. Yeah. And and, and that's what's crazy to me. I think, yeah, that, that would be a conversation we should have about just self-worth because I would say just in the last few months, honestly, is where I'm starting to really see myself when I look at myself and not just see all the things that I feel like are wrong with me. And because I've, I've been on a whole journey of um, self-discovery and trying to figure out what my purpose is in life exactly. <laughs> and what I want to do, and that's that's been honestly integral in also seeing myself physically, in addition to spiritually, which is also a whole other battle, but we should definitely have that conversation about 
he's talking about self-worth and self-discovery. Yeah, because what you know, one thing they realize is like you know, it's like, damn, I was like, it, once again, I see you guys as beautiful, and I see you guys as people who are like, who who I feel unintelligent like, and talented and other things. <laughs> Thank you very much. But when I'm, I'm okay, one thing that I, I I guess like I need to clarify is so when I say beautiful, I just mm -hmm. don't mean physically. Mm -hmm. I mean your personality. I I mean to me, that's what beauty stands out for because I, I'm a big believer that you could be physically pretty but your personality and your demeanor and everything could definitely make you mm -hmm. could be trash tra absolutely <laughs> right right so, so that's I don't use the word beauty lightly mm -hmm. as 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 you know as 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 a society really tends to do because mm -hmm. um, to me um, beauty is definitely something that um, it's a standard right it's, it's something that it's it's something that people like to have some type of guideline or blueprint to mm -hmm. and to me when we think about it that way I'm like well you know Tasha should be the standard right or Raquel should be the standard Raquel should definitely be <laughs> the standard <laughs> you know you know Noah should be the standard you know Journey should be the standard right mm -hmm. you know you guys should be the standard because it's like a lot of people don't realize that it's not only intellectually, but like I said, your leadership, right? The way you're able to navigate through certain situations that I, you know, I've I've been blessed enough to be, um, you know, see you guys and see how much you guys, um, are battle so much things that a lot of people do not think about, right? And so to me, that's what creates the the beauty that I'm talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Because you guys are are able to take so much bullshit from the world, and yet, you know, manage to navigated through it daily and it's mm -hmm. like it takes a special type of person to be able to do that wow thank you how much do i owe you <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that after the you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i don't know if there's anything else you want to pick apart from the last few episodes this has been very fun mm -hmm. this has, this has. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm not gonna lie at first when you told it to me you know i had my little <laughs> You know, your concerns my little always concerns. doubts me. That's just a constant in our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't doubt you, I doubt the sky is blue. He'll think for a second. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't be painting me in that in that way in front of people. See, uh, I, I, I just gave you flowers, and, just you know, because just, you know, there's an uh, and uh, between our names, it doesn't mean you know, there's coexistence. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is not what she says to me outside. No, these flowers came from our beautiful, I'm talking about flowers producer. and the compliments that I gave you. Know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Thank you, Lily. In Spanish, when we give flowers, we give compliments. You know, it's not, it's not necessarily, yes, you know. You know, yeah, exactly, you know. Turn on the subtitles. But no, they can they can Google it or learn it. You feel me? That's, that, you know, we're not we're not pushing the burden on you know Period. you know exactly Period. right. It's a podcast. It's a <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and and so um, I guess that um, I I definitely had my 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 skepticism on it because I didn't know how willing people were were wanting to talk about this. Because this is a very sensitive subject, as we learned in the last three mm -hmm. episodes. This yeah. is a very sensitive matter, mm -hmm. and unfortunately, Dr. Rojas wasn't be, wasn't able to be with us here today. And you know, um, and uh, but one thing that I, I kind of learned based on having conversations with with certain people about this is that um, dating is is very important to to um, it's a very important thing to the and, and and I guess like this is the broader thing that I want to kind of just end it on and just um that 
a lot of people don't don't understand how important dating and talking and feeling um, wanted, um, feeling loved, feeling cared about, reminded how beautiful you are. It's such an important part of your of, oh, yeah. of, of, of any human being's experience. Mm-hmm. And while it that while it's not necessarily a responsibility, you know, that one individual has, um, it's definitely the responsibility of an institution to have some type of spaces where, you know, you can because honestly, a lot of these issues, I wouldn't if I, if we wouldn't have had this podcast, if we wouldn't have had our little conversation, our circles to talk about it, we wouldn't have known. No, we wouldn't have known. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't have. We weren't. We wouldn't have been able to figure out. Like, it felt like you were alone. It did. Yeah, it did. Sure. It really did. It, and it felt like we were. You, I don't know about you guys, but it felt like I was crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. It felt like I was crazy. It felt like I was not. It's like easily, like you can be isolated by that because like you don't think that other people share the same experiences as you. Right, absolutely. And you know, one thing that we talked about um, in the lot was like how going into these, and just not relationships, right? I was taking from there, but just going into regular friendships here, there's this caution that you have to be, right? Like it's like, mm, yeah. yeah yeah it's like mm, what are the intentions here you know like mm-hmm. what exactly we're we doing and so people don't realize like those extra burdens do affect our mental health right because we don't have the liberty to just you know be ourselves right you know we protect that and mm-hmm. we protect that because we're always being reminded that we're never good enough you know you are either too dark skinned you're either too fat you're either um too loud mm-hmm. right you're you're not religious enough you're not tall enough, bro. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. You didn't have we to go there. Wow. Compliments just stop. Yeah. Roko, it, oh it was a short gosh. joke, y'all. Yeah, yeah, shut up. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess my, my biggest message, and, you know, hopefully, I'm, if administration is listening, <laughs> you know, my biggest message would be start considering the mental health of mm-hmm. your you know, black and brown students, right? Start mm-hmm. thinking, stop stop thinking that this is uh, this is trivial. Stop thinking that this is small because it is, as you guys heard, it is things that we deal with that we don't have the resources to, to navigate through these things. Mm-hmm. We don't have the spaces to talk about these things. Yeah. And worse of all, we don't even have our voices because sometimes it feels like we can't say anything because mm-hmm. we're in the wrong. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I just want people to really think really hard about what Tasha said when she was like, it might be in too much. Mm-hmm. Right? Is it, what if I lower it down? What if I lower the standards? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And I think that when you hear things like that, if you didn't really react to it and say, holy shit, then you might want to re-listen to the three episodes plus this one, yeah. you know, and, and try to grasp, like, how, how much of how much of an issue this truly is. Um, and we're not saying that Barry is the only institution that deals with this issue, but we're saying that the degree of it here is definitely much more severe than in any other place. Thank you very much. And before we wrap up, I'd just like to remind everyone that you are a beautiful person inside and out, as Orlin has emphasized, and you are worthy of love, respect, and affection. And if you are feeling even the slightest that you're not, and you and you and you and you feel like there's not an environment here to support you and care about you, 
please reach out for help, right? There are clubs. There's SDI with Chantel. Um, there's BSA Orgullo. There are people here who are willing to talk to you guys about experiences and help you out navigating through these issues because being alone is not easy, specifically mm -hmm. in a campus like this. So please, please, if you're listening to this podcast and this is how you're feeling and you just don't really know what to do, just reach out. We're here, y'all. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. Until next episode, right, Tasha? Yes. Raquel, it was amazing having you here. Thank, thank you thank for you. having me. I'm honored. Uh, yeah, thank you We're so much. We're going to have you back. We're going to have you back, absolutely, Raquel. You know, she was a little quiet today, y'all, but trust me, as soon as we turn off these mics, she's going to start <laughs> spilling. No, I was just, I was listening to everything that y'all said, yeah. and it was just, like, very validating on some things. Um, so, yeah. All right. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you guys later.